0: Shalene, sister, you are my EMDR. You are waking me up in all sorts of ways that I didn't even know I needed to be woken up. I wasn't sure that you were my tribe or that I was your tribe. I found you from doing a podcast search. I'm currently an entrepreneur. I own my own house cleaning business. But the truth is, is I'm more than that. Deep down, I know I'm a leader, and I kind of know I've been hiding out. But the truth is, I think we're all leaders, and I think you inspire all of us to wake up. I know that I have a calling on my heart from God, and you're helping bring that out in me. I'm not sure where it's taking me, and I don't know where He's leading me. I just know that you are helping me follow Him, and I want to join you in helping wake the world up. To all the ways that we really are leaders. We just have to find our how and our why. And I just wanted to say thank you. You're helping me wake up and I appreciate it. What's going on? How are you
1: doing? Like legit. That's what I want to know. How are you doing? I'm here to answer your questions. I'm here to hopefully give you some advice if I can. I do know that I don't have all the answers. I can offer to you advice. I can share with you how it is we're making difficult decisions and how we're coping with everything being turned upside down. Here we go. As a leader in my corporate job, I'm struggling with being there for my team and not working so much that I'm exhausted. Oh, Megan, I completely understand that. My recommendation would be to, I mean, in the past, I've always tried to keep from advice from my own mentors kind of even though there are people on my team who I love them and I want to hang out with them and they could be my best friends and I could have them over all the time. I've always tried to kind of maintain uh, separation so that, you know, we could maintain that. It didn't get blurry, personal and professional lines. But in times like this, I think it's really important that you connect with your team more than ever and ask them, not just what's going on with you, like what's going on in your family? Like what's going on with the people that you care about? Because the more... We know the people we work with care about us the more we care about the work that we do. It's not easy. Not easy. I have two kiddos at home now. How do I incorporate my workout lifestyle into the family? Like I have a certain time adapted to how do I bring them on board to the best of your ability? You have to give yourself a huge break right now and understand that there's a lot you can't control and you just have to do the best with what you have. That's all that you can do. All that you can do right now is the best with what you have and not quit. The most important thing we can do for our mental health is to maintain a schedule and as much normalcy as possible. When I asked yesterday, what do you need help with? I don't know if you guys saw those posts, but I asked yesterday, like, what do you need help with? And I was shocked by how similar thousands of people's responses were. Thousands of people said, I need help going to bed at a reasonable time, waking up at the time I normally do, fitting in my workout and eating healthy. It's all out the window. I'm in the kitchen cooking 24-7. I have got kids screaming. I'm throwing this one chocolate so they will shut up while I'm on a Zoom with my boss who's freaking out because we haven't had sales. And that's all very real and unavoidable. You can't control it. So first of all, don't worry about your kids screaming on your lives. The whole country is going through this. I watched a recording today of a Zoom call. It was like a you know conference call or a Zoom call with all these employees. And people forget that we can see you on the screen. And there was a woman who was like, took her laptop into the bathroom so she could keep watching her boss talking. And she didn't realize that her screen was still being recorded. And she took her hands down, went to the bathroom, did her thing. These things are going to happen. Kids are going to scream. People are going to go crazy. It is what it is. Do the best. That you can, and there are very few things you can control in this moment. So, a schedule as close as you can keep to it is ideal. Knowing perfection ain't even a thing right now, but as near as you can get to an original schedule or some kind of a schedule, the better off you're gonna be. Thanks, Allie, for your question. She said, Oh, I just got the stay at home order. I'm back and forth between sloth and opportunist. Seize the opportunity, guys. The only thing that is certain in uncertain times is opportunity. That's the only thing we want answers. We want to know, when am I going to go back? When is life going to go back to normal? When are the kids going to go back? When will my business resume? Will the business be there when I come back? Will I have a job six months from now? Is the business that I'm in right now, is it safe? And we don't know the answers to these questions, but if you read history and if you pay attention to economics, not just social media, you'll have a better sense of how to position yourself, how to save yourself how to be positioned for the recovery. That's another thing that that is certain is that we will recover. Nothing will ever be the same and we'll go into recovery mode. Are you positioned for recovery mode? My podcast, I'm recording on the night before right now because I feel like the mood changes every single day and I'm disappointed in my fellow podcasters who are pushing out content they they recorded weeks ago. Y'all aren't showing up for your audience. Your audience doesn't care about what was going on two weeks ago. You need to be real. You need to tell them what's going on with you. Enough with the unicorns and like everybody just have a higher vibration and let's just be positive and get through this. That ain't real. That ain't helpful. Like, yeah, we have to stay positive, but let's get real. Like we have had major struggles in the last two weeks. Our business stopped. We had to cut ads. We had to table projects that we've been working on for months, projects that we've spent, frankly, hundreds of thousands of dollars on. And that's the real-ish. And so for me not to talk about that would be, you can't be authentic and pretend. That's all I'm saying. So things are very different. I have no interest in listening to a podcast or anything else for that matter that was produced weeks ago because my brain ain't there. I'm not even interested in my own things. Things I was working on two weeks ago, I'm not even interested in them anymore. I want to know how to move ahead. I want to be positioned for the recovery. I want to know how I can serve deeper i want to know how i can help people who are struggling with like i have something to offer but i feel weird about offering it right now i want to answer those questions to you i want to talk to those of you who've been laid off so if you've been laid off let's talk about that if you're worried about getting laid off let's talk about that someone asked if we're going to do a podcast on how to invest in this time we can't and here's why it would be it would be irresponsible because in a moment like this how you invest is very very different we would need to know so much about your personal financial situation to be able to give you advice on how to invest and frankly it's changing by the day it's my husband's full-time job right now it's like what he's doing is triaging for our friends and family members and and our customers and our clients and helping to take care of our Marketing Impact Academy students and many of them have businesses that just shut down. Some of them hadn't launched their business yet and they're wondering if they need to shift and the answer is, yeah, you absolutely do. Okay, what's this say? I thought it was okay. Realize when I'm out, I'm not. If I see someone, I know I'm gonna cry. Oh, okay. So there you go. Like you're holding it together. You know, like I think we all do that. Like when you hold it together until you see that one person and then you're like, (laughs) right? Right. So I think that's probably a good thing to be self-aware of that you're, you know, kind of holding it together right now and maybe a little bit pent up. And like I say, when things get heavy, it's okay to cry. It's okay not to be okay, but you need to reach out to someone else. If you're feeling incredibly anxious or depressed or worried about your financial situation or struggling with decisions, I mean, I worry about people who live on their own. Maybe they don't have a spouse or someone that they can turn to and say, which bill should I pay? I worry about you. Don't try to figure that out yourself. Reach out to your wise friends. They'll see it as a gift. Like you think you don't want to burden someone, but I personally feel like it's a gift when someone can trust me enough to know I understand and I'll come with compassion and I won't say anything to anyone. I won't judge you. I just want to help you. Like that's a gift if someone can trust me in that way. So reach out to people. Tips for convincing my parents to stop leaving the house. They have health issues, but they aren't taking it seriously. Yeah, that's a tough one, right? Hey, it's their life. And if they feel like they've lived their best life and they want to put other people at risk, what can we do? Right? We can only control ourselves. Sarah says, I'm exactly, I'm trying to figure out which bill to pay. Spray it all out and that's scary. All right, Sarah, y'all, I'm going to give you some advice. This is just my personal advice. You can't hold me responsible for it, but here's what I would do. And this is what I've told a few friends. I have a few friends who, no fault of their own, their business has completely uh, skirt, skirt, like nothing. Zero. Like going from making $50,000 a month to zero. No fault of their own. What do you do when you've got a mortgage or rent and employees to pay. Do you lay off your employees? Do you close the business? Do you bankrupt? Like, I don't think people realize that restaurant down the street that closed, that gym that closed down the street from you, they have so many decisions to make right now. So much stress. It's not even about just like, when can they open again? It's, they've lost so much money. Here's my personal opinion. Everyone is going to be in the same situation. We've already heard that there will, at least in the state of California, they've put a temporary hold on all evictions as well as foreclosures. The car companies will work with you. The person who you pay rent to will likely work with you. My recommendation to you in this moment is to do at least a little bit. I would personally, if I was in the situation, and trust me, we've been hit by it too. I'm not like pretending like we're just sitting back here like... <laughs> Like every business is going to get a spanking as Grant Cardone said earlier this week. Every business is going to take a hit. It's how we respond to it. But here's what I would do if I was in that situation. I would reach out to whoever it was I owed rent to or rent to, whether that was a landlord or if I'm a tenant and I own a business, I would reach out to them immediately and say, this is the minimum amount I can pay right now, which means I might, might owe you X. Can you add X on this month to the end of my lease? So you're at least trying to make good faith. If you're trying to make good faith, no one's going to file a credit reporting. on You're not going to get a ding on your credit report. Do the same thing with your car payment. Do the same thing with any other bill where you can reach out to someone and ask how you can come up with a potential solution. Because a lot of these companies will be able to get bailed out or, or have some help, right? So if you reach out to them and just show in good faith that you're doing what you can, Then save whatever you need to to make sure paid in entirety is your your utilities because we haven't heard anything from the utility companies yet and your food because you need to survive this right so take care of that first take care of family's needs to eat and have a roof over your head first you can live without a car if you need to you know you can you can live without a car you can live without a lot of things but. Take care of those things and reach out to people. Be proactive. Don't do it six weeks from now when everyone's freaking out. If you own a small business, contact the Small Business Association and look into some of their low interest and no interest loans. Like People are bending over backwards to take care of small businesses, but the line is going to be hell long a month from now when the companies that aren't realizing this is going to hit them when it hits them so take action now if you need to file for unemployment benefits file now don't wait the line is going to be long y'all here in california they say utilities will not be shut off i don't think that we have any certainties but we'll see actually in california just put a hold on three months of mortgages i don't know if i can say that if that's accurate or not i don't know because i haven't seen that news joe thank you for saying that turbo joe my buddy but yeah i I haven't seen that news so i just don't want to tell anyone don't pay your mortgage because there's a lot of rumors and even uh, you know we've all heard some news that's like okay that ain't true (laughs) right and don't feel any shame in that like the sooner like you need something to wake up and do tomorrow wake up tomorrow and get your ducks in a row go through your credit card statement and say what is this what is this what is this do we need this Oh, we still need this? Let's call that company and see if they're offering a discount or if they'll put a pause on this. Let's see if they will work with me. Oh, okay. We have to pay this. We need a roof overhead. Be proactive. Contact your, your landlord now. Contact your mortgage company. Contacting those companies now by being proactive about that, making a list is going to make you feel so much better tomorrow. Instead of just thinking that you have to just Deal with this because even if your business hasn't been hit, I just can't think of one that won't. If there are tons of benefits that are going to be available to small business owners and to homeowners, to landlords, to people who have been laid off and unemployed, those benefits are going to be there, but the line is going to be long. So don't stay frozen in fear. Everything's going to be okay And when I say, okay, I don't mean everything's going to go back to the way it was. And I don't mean everything's going to turn out the way you want it to. That's not what I mean when I say everything's going to be okay. I mean, you're going to survive and you're going to be stronger for this. Anything that's hard makes you stronger. And your track record is a thousand percent. You survive everything and you're always better for it. And the best news of all is we're all going through this together. Every single business, every single person, even some, yes, I've been hit right now. But it's coming. And those who don't realize it's coming, I don't know who you've been listening to. You're not reading your history books. Sorry. So Jennifer says, my brother has a kitchen company and I'm worried about him because most people don't want people in their home right now and they don't want to remodel. Jennifer, your brother's gonna be okay, but business is gonna change. A lot of people will be renovating later. Not for quite a while. So he's gonna go through a period of where everything's gonna dry up. Anyone who was thinking about a renovation is now going, "Mm, it's not about people being in their home, it's about money. Has nothing to do with the virus, like the health risk of it. People will not make this year what they made last year unless they're in a recovery business. Like for example, Amazon, Zoom, Cloud based businesses. So, there are some companies and some people and individual brands that will be well positioned because they're going to come out as leaders in this. But for the most part, a lot, you know, there's going to be 25 to 30 percent of the US unemployed. If you've lost your job or you fear losing your job right now, your job is to find work, to provide value. If you have a job right now, be as freaking valuable. As possible because the most valuable employees are going to have to take on more and the less valuable like sit on my ass and pretend I'm working all day and collect a paycheck those people y'all gonna lose your jobs because the valuable people are gonna become more obvious so be incredibly valuable if you own a business be valuable to the people who you serve be valuable to your clients be valuable to them right now don't be opportunistic serve survive forecast. Think this through. Think about what, okay, if this happens, then I'll do this. But if this happens, I'll do that. Like you need about five different potential plans. And this is not being negative. You need to think through the absolute worst case scenario so that you're not afraid of it. I'm not afraid of losing everything. Money has never held me. Money has never had a hold on me. Never. I ain't worried about that. I'm not worried about the worst case scenario because I know who I am and I know what I will do. I don't know what's going to happen. That's unknown, but I know who I am. So no matter what happens, I know what I will do. And I know that I will survive. And I know I will come back 10 times stronger because I've been down in the valley before. I've been hella broke. I've been a half a million dollars in debt and on the brink of divorce. And I didn't worry about money then because I have an abundancy mindset and I know me. And you have to know what you would do if you lost everything so that it's not scary. That's right. That is when you turn to your faith. Because there's no certainty in certainty other than the possibility. But when we want to control things and when we want answers and there are none, you feel lost and anxious. Tell me if it's true. Do you feel lost and anxious right now because you're looking for answers? If that's true for you, I need you to to take a deep breath and know that you aren't going to find all the answers you need right now. But if you know that he has a plan and it's always about your highest and best, then you can kind of relax and go, okay, I don't have to be in charge, but I do need to take action. This is the best time. And if you are not a person of faith, I don't know how to help you turn to a higher power, except that I would say you've got to get around people maybe who do have faith because that will help to calm you. And you don't have to have my religious belief. I love that you love and believe in a higher power, whatever that is. For me, I'm a Christian. And so for me to think that Jesus is king and he's in charge of all this, like people have always said to me, what are you going to do next? I'm like, I don't know. I'm not in charge. I just wait for him to show me what it is. Anytime I've tried to figure out what I'm doing next, he's like, (laughs) ha 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 ha, good try. And like, you know, throws me a monkey wrench. So once I just realized that as an adult, that I could be much calmer if I never worried about that. Because it's like trying to change the ocean. You can't do that. It's impossible. It's not my purpose. It's not my plan. I can create plans and try to follow through them, but ultimately it's his. And that gives me the opportunity to just kind of not do nothing, you do need to do something. You have to make provisions, you have to make plans, but I, I don't have to worry about controlling it. Okay, here's one. I'm overwhelmed with work, I'm in the grocery business and the panic buying off the charts. How crazy is it that right now, our country, the world is being held together by supermarket workers, delivery drivers, cooks, chefs, restaurants, nurses, doctors, nurses, aides. That's what we're being held together by right now. These are our heroes. Our heroes right now are the people who are taking care of at great risk our families, who are coming home and putting themselves in quarantine. Mothers who are nurses who've just had a baby and now because they're going to the ER are being quarantined from their own baby and not able to breastfeed. Doctors and nurses and health aides and the receptionists and the entire staff of our medical community. Gosh, do we owe you a debt of gratitude. We owe a debt of gratitude to every single grocery store, supermarket, delivery person. Without you, we would have perished. Tip well right now, tip well. Take care of those people. I mean, every day I'm thinking of like, okay, who do I know who I can just send them Apple Pay? I can just send them money because I know they're on the front line or I know that they are in need right now and they just, because they've decided to do this the right way, who can I help? Oh, police officers, absolutely. Grocery stores, restaurants, pharmacies, yes, yes. Danielle, how did I come up with the push journal? Well, I t- I've been teaching, like, so I had to learn how to get myself organized because I grew up in a very disorganized, crazy family. And I didn't know how to focus and I didn't know how to, like, get things done, finish things. I, I was really good at starting things. So I kind of developed, I had to learn how to do goal setting. And then when I learned goal setting, it felt very kind of complicated and so like long-term that every day I wake up and go like, okay, well, I set my goals for the year, but what do I do today? Which goal do I focus on? And I I just kept looking and looking and looking to solve that for myself. And then once I solved that for myself, it was just like, okay, how can I make this really simple? Cause I have ADD. And I used to teach people how to do that, like on a notebook, their own pad of paper or whatever. And I used to let, and I still do, I teach people how to do that and they could just download it. And then eventually I saw that people were going to Kinko's and making all these copies. I'm like, I created a journal for myself. Let me just make that for other people. I think maybe I'm going mad, but that's okay, right? (laughs) That's funny. We talked about that last night. I think probably a lot of people, especially those who are used to a particular routine, your exercise and your sleep like your sleep affects your circadian rhythm and that for a lot of people like that's your hormones that's your happy place that is how you stay centered and focused and your mental well-being is on point so when your sleep is off and your exercise is off it's like you've stopped taking your meds and that's just not in your head that is legit when you mess up your schedule not for a couple of days but for a couple of weeks and then on top of that, we're going to throw in some financial instability. And then on top of that, let's throw on a constant doom and gloom and the threat to your health. And then on top of that, let's throw on some worry and anxiety and panic that's going on in your family members. And then on top of that, let's throw on like four screaming kids that you're suddenly supposed to be homeschooling and one of them has special needs. You're not going crazy, but it's very real what you're experiencing in your head. And it's hard for so many people, it's way harder than what those of you who say things like, I'm bored, I'm just waiting for this to be over. Y'all are being selfish. Y'all are thinking of yourself. You're not thinking about your neighbor. You're not thinking about your sister. You're not thinking about the people who are in your community, who you're not thinking about what they're going through. You're thinking of yourself, you know, And, and there's a lot you can do. There's a mom out there right now has like five kids and she's trying to homeschool. and she's never done that before and she's a sole provider and she's newly divorced and she's got a job and now she's worried about losing her job and now she's trying to homeschool five kids and you're bored. Call that neighbor and say, can I come help entertain your kids? Like this is a time to step up and be a community and be compassionate and stop thinking about yourself and being bummed out that you can't go see a movie. Think about the people you've ever met, ever. And this is an opportunity for you to step up and say, what can I do? How can I help? Can I come over and organize your garage? You don't have to like, you know, everybody come over and and create a health crisis or an environment where people are coming in too close of contact, but there's plenty of things that you can do. Maybe you've worked in the financial institutions before. Maybe you your experiences in banks are remortgaging and you can help someone who you know, like, hey, I don't know if if you thought about this, but you could remortgage your house right now at a much lower rate and that could pull some extra money out that you might need to help get you through. Like there's so many other ways you can help. And guess what? If you're feeling stress and anxiety and panic, feeling depressed, if you're feeling down, if you're feeling bored, the best way to cure that is by being helpful to someone else. Just serve other people. Stop being so selfish. Cleaning and organizing. Somebody said, you know, like I clean houses and people are calling and canceling saying, I, I'm i afraid to have you come in. And I said, well, it might be that they're just like, uh, can we afford to do this? Like right now, maybe we better cut back. But then like here, at, I canceled our housekeepers last Friday because I'm like, I got plenty of bodies out there that can clean the house. So they can clean, but I still paid my housekeeper. But I, and I'm not saying everybody can do that. We happen to be in a position to do that. And so I'm going to do that. But we could be in a position where we can't do that. You know, like, I don't know how long this is going to last. I don't know what's going to happen. Those of you who are Marketing Impact Academy students, if you've ever become a Marketing Impact Academy student, this is what we've decided at Team Johnson is we are here to serve you. You guys have been showing up. You're back in the academy. We're sending you an email. It hasn't been sent yet. So log into your academy. Remember, when you signed up, you made an investment, a big investment. For lifetime access. And I told you, when things change and your business change and the economy changes and social media changes, you will be here. So we have not yet sent out that email because we're working out all of the details because Brett and I are going to coach live for four weeks, all of our existing marketing impact academy students that we're doing this for free. We have shelved three other projects that we're working on We've brought on the team to do this and we're going to serve you and we're going to coach you through this because it's all, y'all, it's a new normal. Like you got to figure out, like you got to go back to your business now. Like we need to go back to the beginning and rethink things and your offer is going to need to be different. And what it is you offer might be completely different. And a lot of you invested in the Marketing Impact Academy program, like to to launch your own business, but you never did it. You were like, I'm going to do that when I have time and now you have time. Or I'm going to do that at some point and now you realize oh i could get laid off tomorrow i better have something else lined up so if you're an alum we're taking care of you but here's what you need to do we're trying to give everybody enough time and we are having to put all this together because it's a lot of people and we got to figure it out because our sales have uh, uh, like two weeks ago sales just slow down right because people are nervous rightfully so so that's how we're taking care of. We have thousands, I think 5,000 academy members who are ready to build a business, who maybe need to build a new business, who need to, to start from ground zero. Like it's a complete reset in their business. And we want to be there and help you do this. We're going to, Brett and I are going to coach you for four weeks through this process. You're going to relook at your offers. You're going to relook at how you, everything needs to change now. So we're all going to start back at the beginning together. Keep you accountable, boo. So log into the academy now. If you've lost your password, reset your passwords. We've got time for our customer service. We're just being inundated. It's like all 5,000 of you showed up at once on the same day. So we've had some, you know, hiccups to deal with. We weren't. We had, how could we have known that was going to happen? Right? We could not have known that was going to happen. So we're putting together, I should say, a nice plan to serve all of you. and We'll send an email to let you know how we're going to do that. But here's me, log in. And double check your email settings. Because if you are ever at some point like, oh, I don't need to see these emails and you unsubscribed, you won't get that notice. So make sure you're subscribed. Claudia says, advice for a college student during this time, take advantage of the frozen interest on student loans. Heck yes. Number one. Number two, if I was a college student right now, I would be listen to me closely and put your ears over your parents or your hands over your parents' ears because they're not going to want to hear what I'm about to say. Your grades don't matter right now. Pass. Spend the rest of your time figuring out how you're going to make money now while you're in college. Because mom and dad may not be able to continue to fund this. And yes, you can be a full-time college student and build a business at the same time. And you should. Because the job you thought you were going to get when you graduate from college, I'm sorry, put your hands over your ears, mom, mom and dad or maybe you should take your hands off your ears so you hear this, there is no guarantee that you're going to get a degree and get a job. In fact, it just got 50% harder. Because 30% of the United States is about to be laid off, and they're very qualified and have far more experience than the person who just got out of college. You're going to be last hired. I'm going to be able to hire incredible talent at a fraction of the cost. That's one of the upsides. There's got to be some positives in this. There's going to be incredibly talented people out there. They're already reaching out saying like, hey, I know you're not hiring, hiring right now, but I could do some 1099 work for you. I've got marketing experience. I've got social media experience. I've got copywriting experience. I I can do sales. I can do digital design. I can create all kinds of things. Okay, so you need to figure out right now how you can take what knowledge you have, what new skills you need to learn, So that you can figure out how to seize opportunities online, frankly, because the same jobs will not be available. And it will be people who have more experience, more real life experience are going to get hired first. I'm sorry. I don't care what your parents say. You're an adult and you're in charge of you now. And you need to understand that there is no job when you plan for the fact that there is likely no job waiting for you when you get your degree. Figure out how you can be valuable right now while you're in college. If you've done part-time work for a company during the summers, if you've done internships, reach back out to those people and say, how can I be of service? Here's what I could do. Don't even say, how could I be of service? Because business owners right now are up to their eyeballs trying to figure out how not to lay people off and how long this is going to last. So don't say, how could I help you? Say, here's how I could help you. And I want to do that for you. When will MI open again? That's a tough one because it was supposed to open up next week. And that's a really tough one. We had meetings about this all day yesterday, again today, because for those of you that don't know, the Marketing Impact Academy is what I've been doing for the last, Brett and I, my husband and I, and a team of really talented experts for the last nine years, we've been teaching people how how to create income online. For some people, it's a business. For some people, it's just an extra stream of income. And we open it up once a year and we were supposed to open it up next week. And we tabled that because we felt like we need to use our team's resources to serve our existing customers. Our marketing impact students who were like, I need help right now because I've got to start over. Or I never started and I want to start now. So we we're working on how we can serve because we have a long list of people who've been waiting. They're on the wait list for the academy to open. And maybe we made the decision too soon to like just forego it until next year. And so we're trying to figure out how do we do that? Maybe it's an opportunity to bring more people onto our team. And that's what we're trying to figure out right now. Here's the packing order. My family, that's first. They need to be protected, cared for. Next is my team. My people, they're everything. They do everything. My team will be protected first. And then our existing customers, our existing academy members, we are going to take care of you first. And then people who've been on the wait list. I mean, I think that makes sense, doesn't it? Can I launch a business now, fish out of water? That's a great question. You absolutely can, depending on what it is. In most cases, you can't launch the business that you were going to launch four weeks ago, not in the same way, not with the same offer. Most likely you need to shift and say, what do people need right now? What do they need? Okay. All right. So a Campani 1231 says, I, I, I work in a restaurant. I don't tell myself day to day. So I assume that you've been sent home. I'm assuming you should assume that there will be no restaurant job for you to return to whether it's that one or any other because a whole bunch of restaurants are going to be closing and you should just assume that yours is going to close too so that that you can remove that fear assume it's going to happen you know you and you know how to survive so dip into survival mode now not once it happens because nothing would be better than being pleasantly surprised that the business that you work for, the restaurant that you work for has survived. And the other thing that I would do in this moment if I worked in the restaurant industry is I would reach out to the owner and I wouldn't say, how can I help? I would say, here's how I can help. Here's what I can do. I can take over your Instagram account. I can come in and I can do, like I will be a profit source. I can help get the word out that we're still delivering. I can respond to our yell. I can pick up the phone. Like I can be valuable. I can jump in right now and help us survive. Do that because someone who owns a business, here's the deal. Okay, someone who owns a business and that business has lasted for more than five years, that's a fighter, that's a winner. That's someone who they might go out of business in this one, but they're coming back. They're coming back. And you know who you think of first? The fighters. The people who didn't say like, um, am I getting paid for this? But the person's like, I know how I can help. Let me do this for you. That's who, who's going to get hired back first. That's who's the most valuable. That is the person you, when you have to make a difficult decision to lay people off, you say, not this one, not this one you want to be that one. So imagine the worst case scenario, plan for it, pray for the best, expect the best, abundancy thinking, but be prepared for the worst. Then you won't be afraid. I don't think it serves anyone to just say, guys, we just have to stay positive and keep working out. Okay. And take a deep breath and we're all going to be okay. Everything's going to be back to normal soon. So keep, you know, just, Stay positive and yeah, so let's make a green drink together. Like what? Huh? Reality. People are trying to pay their bills. What are you talking about? We're talking about a roof over their head. You got to think about the long game. Yeah, and you know who those, those businesses that go out of business, if it's a, someone who's owned a business for more than five years, they're coming back. They might come back in a different business, but they're going to look for you. They're not going to look for the person who disappeared. If you've been sent home and you're being paid right now, Listen to me. I'm about to get real sassy. You might want to duck under your table because it might be you that I'm talking to. If you've been sent home and you're getting paid by a business owner, by a company that's hanging on by a thread, who's trying to figure out who to lay off, if they can afford not to lay off people, who are taking the risks, who are dealing with the pressure and the stress, and you're getting paid right now, and you're saying you're bored, and you're not doing anything for that company right now that you work for, good luck. You want to survive this, and you're getting paid right now not to do anything because your boss is so kind to send you home and do nothing. You better make yourself valuable with a capital V. You better figure out like right now, okay, what can I do outside of your scope? You step outside of your little division that you work in and say, what could I do? Can I help them with social media comments? I know how to do some graphic design. I know how to do some copywriting. I know how to set up emails. I could set up a sales page for them. I could do some community. I could co-. think about what you could do. And don't just sit at home collecting a paycheck because I'll tell you the next paycheck that you're going to hopefully collect. It's called unemployment because the people who do nothing and sit home and collect a check and say that they're bored. Not much changed except I can't go out right now. You're gonna be the first to go because that is about the most selfish way to think. We are a community. The the whole world is going through this right now. The whole world. You need to imagine right now that your job isn't gonna be there because you know who's gonna be first to go? The people who are just sitting at home collecting a check and the person who's gonna stay and get a promotion and be in a position that they never assumed they would be in are the person who's at home thinking resourcefully, how can I be of service? Not reaching out and saying, how can I help? But saying, here's what I can do. Here's my plan. And if that doesn't work, I could also do this, and I could do this, and I could do this, and you don't have to pay me. Oh, you already are? That's awesome. But seriously, you need to step up and think about how you can serve your neighbor, your friends. If you haven't been hit by this, and you're not worried about it, and life hasn't changed much, then you're not thinking about other people. Now is the time to start thinking about other people, thinking about how you can serve because those are the people who are gonna survive. Those who serve others, those who think about others, those who think about how to be valuable. You gotta be valuable to your customers. You gotta be valuable to your boss. You gotta be valuable to your coworkers. You gotta be valuable to your neighbors. You gotta be valuable to your church. You need to be of value. This has happened for a reason, and those who are of service in all respects will survive. Thank you for being here. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it for you. I wanted to mention a tool that I think you're gonna find incredibly useful, especially if you struggle sometimes to know what your purpose is, what is your thing? Like, what are you called to do? Why are you here? What makes you great? What makes you unique? You know what? I think you're too close to yourself to actually even see it. I think if we asked a lot of your friends and family members, they would know but I want you to know it, I want you to declare it, I want you to see it. So I've developed this really simple questionnaire, you just download it, it's kind of like a quiz, but you're gonna know all the answers to this quiz because it's a quiz about you. And when you complete it, right there, in your own handwriting, it's gonna be perfectly clear to you what your thing is. So do me a favor, no, do you a favor and download this questionnaire. You can get it for free by going to shaleen.com forward slash my thing. And then answer the questions and I wanna hear from you. Send me an Instagram message and let me know, like what is your thing? I'm really excited to hear and I know you will be too. It can be life-changing and clarity providing to know what your thing is. The same answers are gonna come up over and over again when you fill out this questionnaire. It's gonna be so obvious to you and it's gonna give you that boost in confidence that maybe you've been missing. All right, again, shaleen.com forward slash my thing, and I am really excited for you to do this.